Before I introduce this week's guest, I just want to give a massive shout out to this week's sponsor. It's Gleason's Family Butchers. Gleason's have stores in Blangerstown Shopping Centre, Roseland Shopping Centre, Navin, Artane and Balbriggan. They have fantastic options available in store. So get in, have a look or shop online. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's podcast where I'm delighted to say we're joined by one of our very own personal trainers here at Jer Conroy Fitness. This individual started off as a member in our Mulhuda gym all them years back, but since then she's gone on to get qualified as a fitness instructor and a personal trainer with us at the Jer Conroy Fitness Academy. I'm delighted to say she's now working with us today and helping all of our members improve their lives through fitness. She's not just a great trainer, but she's a really, really nice person. It is Sarah Jane Farrell. So have a listen, I hope you enjoy it. This is the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerconroy.ie. Sarah Jane Farley, welcome to the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Good morning, Jer. How are you doing? Come on, I'm really good. I'm really good. Listen, thank you very, very much for being this week's guest. I really do appreciate it. You're very welcome. Tell me, um, I was in doing the introduction there a minute ago and I was just obviously telling people you were obviously an air hostess, you're now a personal trainer. Tell me, how did we get here? How, how did you become a personal trainer? But before we get straight into that, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and why you wanted to become a personal trainer, if you don't mind. Well, um, I've always had a kind of interest in fitness and sport and all that sort of thing from growing up. Um, I was big into the gab as, as, as a maid woman, of course. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> we won't mention that rivalry at the moment. Yeah, um, which, uh, no, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a big thing. Um, we used to go with, uh, with my dad to the matches every Sunday um, and I loved it. And I used to play camogie when I was, when I was really small. And then obviously as kind of time went by and I was in secondary school, I kind of, kind of slipped out of it and then it wasn't until I'd say my late 20s early 30s that I got back into the fitness side of things by like I joined a dance fitness class that I became an instructor through there yeah and then I started coming to the gym and yeah it's I had a real real interest in it and it was something that I couldn't really pursue because obviously I had a full-time job in aviation and yeah it, it wasn't until last year that I could actually get into it and is that what happened? You are very active. You loved sports all growing up. And then when you got that job in aviation, you kind of put the sport and the training on in the back burner. And only recently you've yeah, got that we, into it. Yeah, we just see it's because obviously it's the schedule with work. It's so like you don't always get your weekends off. Sometimes you're yeah. off midweek. And obviously there's no real gal matches on during the week. So you, like, yeah. as in like sport to go and watch, you know, but um, no, I just kind of, I kind of stopped going and then kind of got a little bit lazy for a while. And obviously going on trips, it just never really fit in. So yeah, no, when the, obviously with everything that happened last year, once, once that happened, I was able to get back into the swing of things and then, eventually do something that I've put on the back burner for, for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. And what is it about fitness and exercise that you actually enjoy? Cause so many people train for different reasons, but what is your reason to train and why do you love it so much? Well, originally, obviously like most people that come into the gym, they always say, you know, I want to tone up, I want to lose weight, mm. whatever the, the reason is for getting fit that was obviously my my original reason for coming. Like when 
the first time I started doing classes and stuff was actually in Mulhuddard, like what, yeah. six years ago yeah, when you first opened up, you know? Yeah. So I, I loved that. And it, it was after, actually, I came back off holidays. Um, I was on a cruise for about a week and no joke, I put on half a stone, eating and <laughs> drinking. And I just said, no, no. So I came home, started doing your classes for three weeks, gone. Gone. Half a stone in a week. It must have been a good week. <laughs> yeah, it was a very good week. You know, I think a couple of Padgill's classes and a couple of Glenn's classes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that side of things. And then, obviously, as the years went on, uh, about two years ago, I lost my grandmother. And when when I actually kind of got back around to going into the gym, it was purely just for the headspace because... Mm. I could put on my headphones, forget about everything, get in, get it done, lift heavy because I was angry, upset, all that sort of thing. Then you go in and you're chatting to the other members and you're chatting to the lads behind the desk and you just kind of forget about everything for a little bit. And then, then your day, you kind of set yourself up for the day then. So it was, yeah. it was, a, it was great headspace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I love hearing people saying they use the gym for headspace and not because they need to use it for that, as in that's not what I like them hear, hearing them saying it, but I like people mm. saying I use it for an important reason rather than someone joining the gym and saying, oh, I'm just joining the gym because I want to get a six pack. You know, and don't get me mm. wrong, everybody would like to have a six pack, but it's not the most important thing in the world. The most important thing is make it sure we're healthy physically, as in the insides of our body, but also mentally as well. And mm-hmm. going to the gym, so many people now, like back in the day when I first started as a, as a trainer, people would be like, I'm here to lose weight. And it's only after you really get to know them a couple of weeks or they get to know you a couple of weeks in or whatever. And they tell you, yeah, look, I know I told you I wanted to lose three stone, but if I did lose any weight, that'd be the bonus. I'm actually here because of my mental health, whether it's anxiety mm-hmm. depression or, or so many different forms of mental health issues. And then other people are like, it's just to get out of the house. It's to have me time, as we call it, you know, yeah. and it's, it's a really important reason. Yeah, absolutely. Like already I've noticed with some of my clients when we're having the chats, it's, it is obviously they want to get fitter. They, they want to do have their own goals, but there's also other reasons it's, you know, it's, they've such stressful jobs and I've mm. come across a lot of, a lot of people recently that are like that and they've come out of really, really stressful jobs that yeah. this is their, this is their time to, to themselves. So yeah, no, it's, it's exactly that reason. And that's it. And when, when we say like, it's important that you have a why, like a why you train, mm. that will be the difference in you going to the gym on days you don't feel motivated and not going to the gym. Because if you're going just for vanity reasons, it's easier to just say, oh, I'm not going because I'm tired mm. or I had a bad day or whatever. But when you have a real reason, like I know I need to go, for example, if it's a stressful job, other people, if they run their own business, they know when they're exercising, their mind is sharp or they're able to make decisions quicker and better. And then if it's other people who are just trying to add a few years to their life, if like, People have said to me, I'm a grandfather now, I'm a grandmother now. I just want to be fit and healthy to be able to play with my grandkids and to throw a few extra years onto my life to be around for those. Yeah. That's a more important oh. reason. And we're never always motivated. And when you are feeling unmotivated, when you know that is your why, you will go mm-hmm. a lot quicker. Oh, completely. Like I used to, when obviously aviation was better, like I used to do a lot of early flights, I'd be in. I'd be up out of bed at maybe four o'clock in the morning 
gone to work, do my day's work, have my bag in the back of the car to, mm. to stop because I was obviously I was living in Navin at the time. So I'd literally be coming around the road and I'd be right. I said, it's on the way home. I have no excuse. And my other, <laughs> my pals on board would be like, you're going to the gym now, Mike. Yes, yeah. Because if I don't do it now, it's on the way home. I have no excuse. So I was like, I need to get it done now because at least then it's done. And then I have the rest of the day. So. And when you were going into the gym or for example, like any gym or a cup year gym, whatever, when you were going in for, let's say your first day, did you feel Mm. nervous? Because I know and it's not just women, there's men as well. They do feel really nervous going in or intimidated. Did you have any of those type of feelings? Well, I had started off in other gyms as in going in to try and, you know, to go into lift weights and yes, very much intimidated in in those other gyms because I just felt like it was such a male dominated thing. And when you went in, I just felt like I was being watched for picking up a dumbbell. And I was like, no, this yeah. isn't for me. And then okay. I had this conversation with you and we were, t- remember when we were talking about the layout of the gym and how, yeah. when you, when you actually said it to me and the structure of it, I was like, that makes so much sense. And as it in, really does. As in when you walk in, the first thing you're not hit with is a load of, weights and a load of heavy weights you're hit with cardio and that's what used to bring women in because that's the first thing women will hit because women always say you know when they start lifting weights they're like I don't want to be bulky and I'm then trying to explain to them about it and mm. then I think then it's, it sinks in yeah and ever since you've said that to me it's something that I say to to some people when they come in as well when I'm talking about the, the layout of the gym they're like that makes a lot of sense. I went, I know the boss. <laughs> I actually, I actually forgot that I had said that to you, but it does, look, there's a reason. And I spent in all of our gyms, I spent so many time, so much time putting the layout together because it's not about what way I wanted to look or what way any of the management team or the staff wanted to look. It's important. We have it the way I feel the members will feel comfortable because that mm-hmm. is what it's all about. It's not about us. It's about them. And, and look, everybody knows that. Yes, we like to train a certain way, but it's and, and certain equipment in the gym. But again, some of the equipment in the gym wouldn't be, would there be a couple of pieces of equipment there that I wouldn't really use a lot? Whereas there's other yeah. equipment that I'd use all the time. But again, it's not what I want, it's what everybody wants, you know, and mainly the members. Mm-hmm. But the layout I do feel is very important. And like you said, the heavyweights and the squat racks and all, if you have them right at the entrance, it is some, some people will love it. But there'll be a lot of people that will feel intimidated and it will put them off, I suppose. I forgot yeah. we actually spoke about that. <laughs> and, and then, so what made you become comfortable, I suppose? Obviously, you're in gyms and you were feeling intimidated. Like, did you stick it out? Mm. Did, you, did you just stop I, training because of that? Um, I stopped training in those gyms because I just didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. Um, and then I said, right, I know, I know somewhere where I might feel a bit more comfortable. And I was like, right, back out, back out to Mulhuddard, back out to Junction 6. And I went, oh, yeah. as soon as I, and like, I know it sounds like, you know, you're only saying that because the boss is talking to you. I was like, no, it's, just, and I say it to everyone. And I say it to everyone. I was like, it's just, it's one of those things. It's the, it's the smile at the desk. It's the hello and all the members will always like everybody's always saying hello to each other and smiling at each other. And that was before I even started working mm. with you. I yeah. I noticed that people would always say hello to each other once they after they've seen you like more than two or three times a week. They're like they'd always say hello, and yeah. and that was even 
the big guys with the hustles and and you're like yeah. <laughs> well, you see, look, that's that's and I mean, look, people will probably think that I'm at the asking you to say that. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> yeah, no, but look, to be honest with you, it's it's re- what I love seeing as well is you were a member from from the mm. start and and you seeing what way we were trying to do things. And now when when staff make you feel comfortable and welcome and they're friendly and they're always talking to you when you decided to go and become a personal trainer in air course in the Jerk County Fitness Academy course, now you're qualified and now you're working with us as well. You know what it's like to be the member. So this is why I yeah. love their members become personal trainers because they know what it's like to be the member. Because I was a member mm-hmm. of it years ago, you know? And when you're, you know what way you feel walking in that door on your first day, well, now you're, you're the trainer. You know what someone might be feeling. So you know how to welcome them, how to treat them, how to make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's as soon as you see somebody walking up and you always know when it's somebody's kind of first time coming in or yeah. that they're just after signing up and they're so hesitant. Like I always make a point to go up and have the chat with them, walk them around the gym and make them just feel that that they're okay, that they can come in and do and, and, and train. Like one of my clients during the week was like, I feel like everybody's looking at me. And I said, this is not, I'm, I said, I'm not saying this to you. And I said, but nobody cares what you're doing right now. Nobody cares what I'm doing right now. I said, everybody's focused on their own, their own job and what they're doing right now. I said, you shouldn't feel self-conscious because we've all shapes and sizes and it's, it shouldn't be a, a self-conscious thing. And then when I said it to her, she was like, you're right. You're right. Listen, get back into that squad. <laughs> so, Jen, do you know the amount of people have said that over the years? And do you know what? Everybody is the same. We all think the same. We all feel that when we go into a gym, like for the first time or whatever, that everybody is looking at us. Oh, my God, this person's looking at me. They think I'm overweight. Oh, my God, this person's looking at me. They think I'm underweight, wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and you don't mean it in, we don't mean it when we say it in a, like a rude way, but no one is looking at you. No one is concerned about you because they're trying their best to focus on their own training programs. It's like yeah, people who say it about, Oh, well, if I go into that class and I'm not able to do it as good as the person next to me, they'll be looking at me and I'm answering them back saying, well, first of all, they won't be able to pay too much attention to you because they're doing their own workout. And if they do have time and energy to be looking at you, I'll be asking them, why aren't they trying hard enough? You know, they're not hard. <laughs> yeah, they're just not trying hard yeah. enough. But look, that is the thing. And we all are like that. We all do. I suppose it's maybe being a bit insecure, feeling like people are watching us and we're not good enough to be there or whatever. And because we know this, we have been the member, we have been trying us for a long time now. We know how to kind of deal with that as well and how to let our clients be put at ease. And it's a very, um, this is why the likes of yourself, you were a member of Air Gym. This is why you make such a good person trainer because you know what it's like. You've been there and done it. And that's the truth. Yeah. No, I, I know what, what it's like to walk into somewhere and feel uncomfortable or feel like you're being watched. And then when I'm on the other side of it now, I'm like, I know right well that nobody cares. Nobody cares what I'm, do- what I'm doing in there as yeah. long as... When, when I'm in training myself. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's gas. It's because where we are down in Junction 6 as well, um, that used to be called Total Fitness years ago. Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah. That was actually, 
it's gas because that was actually the first gym I ever was a member of. My mom bought oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She bought me a membership for my 16th birthday. I still have the membership card, actually. She only, when we opened up the gym in Junction 6, she actually gave me the card. And you should have seen me loads of hair, no <laughs> lines on me face. I know, but I was, uh, I was only 16. It was my 16th birthday and I was a member there. But I always remember, and this is what has kind of, made Jerkonry Fitness, I suppose, what it is now, and their model and how we do things. Because when I was a member of that gym, I was so shy, so insecure. I didn't know what I was doing. And don't get me wrong, I could have asked any of the trainers how to use that machine or how to use that, and I didn't. It's not that they weren't friendly or anything like that. It was, mm. it was more that I was so nervous. I didn't even want to approach them to ask them. I'm sure if I had asked them, they would have helped me. But I just didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I just think it was because I was so insecure and so shy and no confidence. And basically, I only used to use it every now and again when my friends would come down with me and we'd be using the machines and we'd be using them wrong, obviously, um, and not getting results. And then you don't get results after a week and you're like, oh my God, I'm out here. And I genuinely yeah. had to the waste and it was, it was um, a lot of money. Obviously, my mother paid for it and I was thinking... I just wish I knew how to do it. And then anyway, a year or two later, I went to another gym and again, the same thing. And my brother, my older brother actually says to me, listen, I know this guy there. We don't just ask him to help you. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I was building up to ask him and ask him and ask him. And I've, he actually walked by me and said hello or whatever and ended up just asking him there. And then long story short, I was like, do you know what? I'm sick of this. I'm so shy, so insecure. I want to get in good shape. I want to be healthy. And I want to I wanna be able to help people like me. And this was what I was thinking when I was only, say, 18, 19 or whatever. So I went to college, obviously got qualified. And I now remember what it feels like to be so shy and insecure and intimidated, feel intimidated in the gym. And I think that's why when you've been there and done it, that really does stand here. Mm, yeah, definitely. 100%. Definitely agree with you there. And tell me, how do you feel now as a trainer in the gym? And now you are the one that is the trainer and you have all these clients and you're kind of holding them accountable now. How do you feel about that? No, I actually, I really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's really hard to, it's hard to explain it. Like when I got my first couple of clients in, obviously I was, it was like day one nerve setting in again, going, I'm like, I'm not, is people, are people are going to be watching me. And I said it to, I said it to one of the other traders and she was like, yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. And I was like, it's, I don't know if it's just going in in a new job or going in as a, in a different role compared to like before lockdown, I was, I was, a, I was a gym instructor. I was working on the floor with it, but this side, it's, it's completely different. You're really dealing with, with people and you're like ex expectations of, you know, people's results and you really want to push people. And I've noticed that it's kind of helping my confidence as well, because my clients, the clients that I have are great and they really do. They push like they're actually, they, they motivate me nearly more than I'm motivating them. I'm like, I, I look at some of them in, in absolute awe. They're absolutely brilliant. And it's really, it's, it's really, it's made me really happy. It's, it's, it's really enjoyable. And I really yeah. want to help people to actually get what their, their goals, you know? I love I'm really enjoying that. it. I love hearing that mm -hmm. because I know, I know as well, it's like when they're really pushing themselves and they're really trying. And like you said, you're, you're, you're proud of them as well. It's like it makes you work harder. Like you, you go and keep up skilling yourself. You try and hard. You give them all the attention you can because you don't want to let them down. Then yeah, oh completely. And like I said system. to, 
I said to one of my clients the other day, I said, um, we were doing what, whatever, I think we were doing upper body, I think that day. And I said to her, I said, I said, I done, I done this yesterday because I wanted to make sure that it was, it was good enough. I said that I was going to push it enough because she wants, to, she plays football. She wants to, she wants to get stronger so that she can shoulder a couple of people out of the way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, I, I said, right. I said, I actually ran through this one myself yesterday to make sure it was good enough. She's like, I like it. Like, yeah. uh, brilliant. I love that as well. And look, that's that's actually a key thing to touch on there because there's so many personal trainers, obviously I'm not talking about in a gym, but I just, I've seen it over the years within our industry and people think, let's say to not even to do a personal training session, although it could be that as well, but it's more a fitness class. People think I'm going to go in and especially people if they're fresh out of college, I'm going to go in, I'm going to teach this class and I'm going to murder people. And what they mean by that is they're going to make them like crawl out of the gym. Their legs are going to be in bits, their arms, they're not going to be able to lift them. And I know you will obviously feel a little bit sore, sore in a good way if you're at to be an exercise and especially for the first time in a while. But it's about, you need to understand if you're going to give someone a class or a personal training session, you need to do that session first to know what it feels like. Because mm-hmm. I've seen so many people just doing squats straight into lunges with, with barbells, then picking up dumbbells, squats with dumbbells, squats with uh, lunges with dumbbells, and then doing jumping squats, jumping lunges, and then back into barbell squats. And I'm like, it's all lower body, lower body, lower body. And you're trying to do that for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, you can cause injuries then. And I would ask, have mm-hmm. you ever done that workout yourself? No, why would I do that? That's a killer. And I'm like, so how can you expect somebody else to do that? You know, like yeah. I've seen this years, like when I first kind of got into the industry, because I was asking questions, everybody, any fitness instructor, every person trying right now, I just keep a lot of people I worked with, like Glenn, who's air general manager, like he, he trained me in with a part of the team that trained me in. I was like constantly asking questions, just trying to learn. But when you see people just doing these crazy workouts, I'm like, if you're not able to do that yourself, why would you ask somebody else to do it? No, don't get me wrong. I don't mean from a fitness point of view, but I mean, that's not a safe workout to do, you know, and you don't even yeah. know it's not safe because you've never actually tried to do it yourself. Exactly. So I'm delighted to hear that and, and, and about you <laughs> doing your workout because you do. It's not about you have to be the fittest person in the room, um, but you just have to be, or you don't have to be the fittest trainer in, in the gym or the fitness trainer in Ireland, whatever. You just have to have an understanding for starters. You have to understand the science behind training. But then obviously you have to have the, the physical ability to be able to go and do it because you need to also know mm-hmm. what it feels like. Not just on the muscles, but on the lungs and everything else. And then when you realize all the endorphins as well that are being released, you're able to explain all this to your clients then. If you do this, this is how it's going to improve and this is how you're going to feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's like getting your own kind of, I suppose, work experience, doing your own training, you know? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great. We get to go to the gym and like, I do even say to Sheila, like, oh, I have to go and I have to train, I have to do this. And she's like, sometimes she'd be like, but do you really have to train today? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I was like, Sheila, it's my job. I have to train, you know? <laughs> but it I is. to train. <laughs> I, have to, I have to. But like, I mean, I have to try this new workout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I have to train, yeah. but I have to try this new workout. And I'd be showing her sometimes and she'd be like, Jeez, that's a tough one. And she's a qualified yeah. trainer as well. So she'd be doing the programs for me as well. Sometimes to have a look at, and I'd be like, you have to do it. I love kind of testing myself, you know? Yeah. Tell Definitely. me that, that workout you did for your client was, a, were you finding a tough during it or after it? Definitely after. I could definitely feel it in, like, because I want to, I was trying to 
kind of more aim for like shoulders, back. And I'm telling you, I could definitely feel it. Yeah, Very 100%. Good. And you yeah. know the push. Well, there you go. And you know when to be able to push them and stop them and, and hold them back a little bit as well then, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me, just going back to like aviation and stuff like that, obviously you're dealing with the public a, a lot and now you're still mm-hmm. dealing with the public, but is is that something you really enjoy? Do you just really enjoy dealing with the public or was there is there a reason behind, say, loving the personal training over aviation? No, I like that. I love, I, I do love dealing with, with the public because you just meet so many different people on a daily basis and it's, Look, I've been I've been in aviation now for eighteen years, and yeah. I I still love it. It's a job that I still love. And as I said, I the alarm went off here the other morning at half four to get up to do my first uh, PT at six o'clock. And when that alarm went off, I didn't look at it and go, oh, no. it was a case of happy out. I, if when I when I can actually switch off my alarm in the morning and jump up out of the bed, I'm happy out. I I just love it. Yeah. Brilliant. Because there is some mornings that you wake up, like the alarm will go off and go, like even this morning, I was like, what is the alarm going off for? I have no idea. Yeah. But it was to pick up my aunt from the airport, so it was great. <laughs> yeah. But look, that's, that's really important as well. Like, I, I could never understand this for a long time. And, and it was only when I actually thought about it. I'm like, people are saying, oh, my God, it's Monday again. Or thank God it's Friday. Now, in the fitness industry, we always work weekends anyway. <laughs> right? But even when I, before I was in the industry, um, when I was working other jobs, I always just kind of worked weekends. So I never really got the whole, thank God it's Friday, because I was always working weekends. Yeah. But I always thought to myself, why, if people are in a certain job, let's say it's an office job, a nine to five or whatever, and it is a Monday to Friday job, why would you stay in the job if you don't like it? Because there's nothing, to me, there's nothing worse than your alarm going off and dreading it and putting it on snooze and you're like, oh, I just don't want to get up here. And Because I genuinely... And don't get me wrong, we'd have busy days, we'd have long days, stressful days, but it doesn't matter. Like, I, was, I, had, to, I had a really long day on Monday and I was actually talking to my friend about it and I was saying to them, oh, look, I have to do this, this, this. And they were like, oh, geez, are you dreading that? That's going to be a long day. And I'm like, no, like, like I was really excited about it. Because yeah. I love it. I love what I'm doing, you know? Mm. I, I really do. And I'm like, I just don't see why people stay in jobs that, they just do not like, whether it's the job or the industry. And I understand some people for financial reasons have to do certain jobs and family reasons or whatever, but surely if you don't like your job, you can go and do something that you just love because it doesn't feel like work. Like this doesn't feel like work to me. Like any out in the gym, you're talking to people. I find it hard to leave the gym because I do be having so much fun, to be honest with you. Like genuinely, we're talking, whether I'm talking to yourself, the rest of the team, the members, we're constantly just having fun. It just doesn't feel yeah. like work, to be honest with you. But I always say that, like, the other day, what I fin- I've, I'd finished at one o'clock, but I was like, I was still there at two o'clock. Going, oh, I better go home because I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm here talking and it just yapping away to either your, it was yourself or you know, who else was on the desk that day. And it was yeah. just a, a case of just once you start, once you start having the chats and chatting to the night, it's like, you just t- tend to forget to go home. It's gas, isn't it? Mm. But that's a good sign. I thought it was just me. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No, I don't know. 
and, and that was <laughs> but look that's why that's why you, look it's very we're very particular about obviously who we hire who we put in on on especially on the desk not not just the desk it's the whole team it doesn't matter who it is you have to make sure first and foremost and i always say this even about a personal trainer years ago we were doing interviews myself and glenn and i was saying to him like look and glenn glenn's in the industry longer than me so he he knows and i was saying look it's just very important it's it's not whoever brings in the best cv it's whoever the nicest person is to start. Yes, they have to have the qualifications. Yes, they have to understand the science behind training, but they have to be a friendly person. They have to be a genuine, nice person who's going to have empathy with, with people and they're going to really care about their clients. Like if you look at Glenn, he does a fitness class and it's over, let's say six o'clock till a quarter to seven. And I know in other gyms or wherever they might be like okay let's me kind of 15 minute break before my next class glenn Paggio, all the lads they'll stand there they'll talk to the members they'll uh you're struggling with your food they'll talk to them about food they help them whatever way they can because they're just there for the for the members and they yeah. they really are good at that because they're first and foremost just nice people Definitely, that's, yeah. and, and that's it that's what makes a good trainer I always say we can train anybody to be a good trainer but you can't train them to be a good person true, Very true. I, I always say that, and that's, yeah and that's the number one rule we have when hiring somebody and, and obviously Owen Morrissey now as well that's that's the kind of number one rule that he has it's just very important that yeah we look for the right person because they're representing us but they have to be there for the members because we always say as well if I was training somebody let's say the same age as my mother. I will treat them how I would want someone to treat my mother. You know? Yeah. If, if my and father went into a gym, I would treat that person like I'd want another trainer to treat my father. And that's what we always say in, in the aviation side of things as well. I always say it from like, talk to them how you'd want your own parents to be spoken to. And, but I think that's just, that's an Irish thing as well, though. I think you, you do tend to, we are we are people 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 anyway you know we we yeah. like to have the chat and, and and look after people so and yeah i don't know no well look it, it is the truth and and when i fly with you guys as well it's the same you can see they have that type of mentality as well and just nice people you mm. know um yeah. but tell me so when when you were how do you find the hours because again a lot of people and, and i know my answer to this but i want to see what you think on it a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to become a personal trainer. I hate when people get into the industry for the wrong reasons. And a lot of people think, oh, I want to be a personal trainer because I want to know how to get myself a six pack, right? Or I want to do it because I think I'll make loads of money. Or they're just getting in it for the wrong reasons. Like first and foremost, I get in it because I want to help people. I don't want anyone to feel like I felt when I was 16 years of age and 19 years of age or whatever. But what is it about the industry that like you... Obviously, you wanted to get in to help people, I'm assuming, but like there's long hours. People don't realize when you're a personal trainer, we don't just do a nine to five because when most people work nine to five, they can't train. So that means we're in at six in the morning and we could be there till nine o'clock at night. Do them hours turn you off it or how do you feel about doing those hours? Like I said, I've, I've been doing... I've been in the aviation sector 18 years. I've been doing earlies, lates, long days, you name it. I'm well used to it. So it was, it was second nature to me when I, when I started working in the gym. It didn't bother me. And like, yeah, there's some days where your first one is at six o'clock in the morning. Your last one might not be till eight o'clock that evening. 
you cut up a couple of hours in, in, in the middle of the day where obviously when people are working, you have to try and fit everything in either side. But it just, you get into the swing of it and it, if, if you love it, it doesn't bother you. So Yeah. And and just on that, because a lot of people don't like, don't get me wrong, it's not everybody who works in the gym has to work no. six in the morning till nine at night. That's basically like a split shift you're doing because you're yeah. a personal trainer, so you're trying to build up your client base. But fitness instructors obviously can come in and go six in the morning till two in the day and go home or whatever, mm. or two in the day till nine at night or whatever it is. But this is why I was asking you, because when you were saying you enjoy it, you don't mind it. When I was a personal trainer starting off and trying to build up my client base, yeah, you have people at six o'clock, seven o'clock, maybe eight o'clock, and then you might have nothing until two o'clock, you know, yeah. or you might even have clients all the way from six till 11, and then you have nothing until maybe even four or five, and then you have to go home, you train, you eat, you might sleep, whatever, and then you're back in work. So it's basically a split shift. But I never minded it as tired as you might be some days. And yes, you're at the, let's say it's a Friday, you're at being in every morning at 6 a.m., you have to do split shifts every day, you didn't finish till nine or 10 at night, and then Friday morning comes, and as you said, that alarm clock goes off at like half four or five o'clock and you know you've been in the gym for six or six thirty. I genuinely still jumped up out of bed every morning. I still do. Yeah. And that's what and I it, yeah. When when you when you enjoy what you do and it's 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 not it's not a job. It, then it gets to the stage where it's just it's 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 your lifestyle. It's your life and it's you're so you you're so you get used to it and you get used to the early hours and it just it doesn't bother you anymore when when you enjoy it. Whereas if you hated it and you were in it for or in it for the wrong reason, then it might be a different story. But when you yeah. enjoy it and you, you like what you do, I just don't think it's I don't think it bothers it bothers you. Yeah, and look, obviously, when you build up your client base, then you can kind of put set days together. And and the good thing about mm-hmm. it is being a personal trainer, you can. If you want to get all your clients in on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can have your Tuesday and Thursday to do your own thing or whatever as well. So there's there's a lot of pros to it. Like, you know, it's, but the main oh, exactly. thing is when you enjoy it, even if you were starting off doing all these kind of split shifts a couple of days a week, even like you said, and I'm glad to see you think the same because it's the same with all the lads as well. We never mind it because we just genuinely liked it, mm. you know? Yeah. But tell me, you decided obviously to become a personal trainer then and... and mm-hmm. I'm thankful you chose Air Academy, the Jer Connery Fitness yeah. Academy. Um, can I remember um, you talking to me about it at the start? What made you kind of approach me and think about wanting to do it? So I don't know how many times I've seen. I haven't actually. Uh, people might think. Know. Sorry, people might think we've spoke about this, but I actually. <laughs> no. And you didn't even think I was going to ask you this, but go on. Well, what made you kind of approach me about it? Um, yeah, do you know the way every, every so often there's always a, a little que- a poll on, on the Instagram page and it's like, have you thought about becoming a personal trainer? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Every time it goes up, I had, I think I'd asked for the prospectus for it maybe two or three times before this. Yeah. And I always chickened out. I always thought, you know, I'm, I'm at an age, I do not need to start learning something else. And then I was like, no. I can, I can do this. And I psyched myself up. And then obviously I was like, no, I can't because I, I work. I'm full time. I don't have the spare time. And then obviously when uh, COVID hit and everything kind of went to a standstill, I remember seeing it again. And I was at home. And I clicked, obviously, yeah. And you, I remember you texting me, can I give you a call? And I was like, oh God. I was like, all right, yeah, go on. I said, I said, We'll see. You actually said you were like, how many more times are you going to say that, that <laughs> you wanted if you want to do it? 
but you just kind of back out because you were like, you know, you know, you can do it. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and you were like, it starts next week. Let's go. You can do it. You've got what's holding you. What's holding you back? You asked me what was holding me back. And I had no reason then because I had the free time and I wanted to upskill myself in some way that if something did happen in the aviation sector, that I have something else that I really enjoy doing. And I spoke to a couple of different people and they were all like, what are you doing sitting at home doing nothing? You may as well. It's something that you enjoy doing. You are good enough to do it. Just just because you're a little bit older doesn't mean that you can't do it, you know? And was that the reason why you didn't do it the first time you had asked for the prospectus to be sent out to you? Um, because you just said you felt you were a little bit older because you're not old, you know what I mean? Like, but obviously we all uh, feel like that. Was that the reason? Was it your age that stopped you? Well, I was, I was the oldest one in my group. <laughs> it doesn't matter though. But look, there's, there's pros to being that as well. Like so far, like I said to you earlier on, like you've been the member, you've been there and done that. Whereas somebody yeah. who's a lot younger, never been a member of a gym before, they, you, have, you would have that on them. So you know what it's like to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, it was. A little bit of it was, you know, the age that I was, I was like, Am I, do, do I really want to start trying to, trying to learn something else? Like, and I'll put my hand on my heart and my mother will vouch for me. She was like, Sarah Jane, you didn't really like school though. And I was like, I know I didn't like school. I hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Went to college. Hated it too. The only thing I, at the time I wanted to do was fly. And that was it. And then... Obviously, like I said earlier on, as soon as I started coming to the gym, I was like, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy seeing people's faces when when I'm when I was teaching when I was teaching classes back years ago. I loved seeing people's face at the end of it when they've had a great session and they're walking out the door smiling. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this as well. And just the time was right and I was egged in the right direction. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very good. And, and so can I ask you, and I, again, I haven't never asked, well, I know we've, we've, we always ask for feedback, but I haven't actually asked you face to face. That was on, like, how, how did you get on with the course? What did you think of it? Um, where, was it what you were expecting or what? Um, was it what? You know, I didn't know what I was expecting when I walked in first, to be honest with you. Um, and we were the first online Zoom class as well. Everything yeah. else had been done in-house up until up until our group. Um, mm. So we were the first group to do it online. Um, so that made it a little bit more difficult because obviously nobody had experienced the whole online thing before. So we were learning everything on Zoom as we went along. And yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And like Jonathan was great. And he always had, like, always had the answers that you need. And if he didn't know it then, he'd know it for the next day. And really enjoyed it. And then when we came around to doing the PT course, it was a bit of a pain with the with the lockdown, and that held us back a little bit. But it was, I actually really, I really enjoyed it. I I learned learned a lot, and I did, I learned stuff that I didn't think I'd actually. That I I just everything that I took in, I was like, I actually can't. Like I learned about the heart. I didn't learn about that when I was in biology. Right? Like, yeah. I was like everything that I was learning. I was like, and I learned how to train properly. And like when I'm doing the workouts with my clients, I'm like, and I'm talking about how you're breathing and how it's going to help. And, and I see them and I see them physically breathing. And I'm like, and they're like, that does make sense. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> because <laughs> that is the thing when you're a member of a gym 
And obviously, you're just not a qualified trainer. You don't realize there's so much involved in the course. It's not just, okay, go in there, tell people to do squats, tell them to do lunges, tell them to do press-ups. It's not just that. There's so much, there's the science behind it. And like you said, you're, you're talking about the biology. You have to understand, we talk about the heart, the brain, the lungs, everything, all the different muscle fibers. There's so much that's involved in it. People don't understand. And sometimes people think, oh my God, like if they open up the, the manual straight away, they're like, oh my God, this looks like biology again. You know? Totally because, done that, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but then they're like, oh, I don't like, I didn't like school as you just said. Uh, this is going to be a nightmare. But obviously we take things step by step. And regardless, because we do have some fitness instructors that come to do our course, because uh, we obviously do the fitness instructor and the personal training mm-hmm. course. But there's some fitness instructors that haven't been in college in let's say five, 10 years. And we say to them, look, just come back and start it all again. But even though they have a qualification, we always treat them like it's the very first day as well. Because again, science, has, everything has evolved as well. So how I was even taught how to do certain exercises 16, 17 years ago, whatever. Now we teach it slightly different. Yeah. You know? So you have to keep upskilling yourself as well. So we just treat everybody as if it's day one. But that's what I was interested to hear when you're saying you didn't like school and now you've kind of, it's kind of got, it is going back to school because we are a college as well. But we don't treat you like kids. We don't treat you like you are students, but it's up to you to put the work in. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, don't get me wrong. During lockdown, I was sitting here on numerous occasions looking at the case study going, need to get done. I've got all this time. What am I procrastinating about? Yeah, but, and I was sitting there and I have a couple, a couple of friends that were like why have you not got it done you're sitting there you're doing nothing else get on that laptop tonight and get it done and I'd be sitting there yeah. going yeah you're right and I was glad I was glad in the end because when we actually did get back in everything kind of just rolled nice and quickly and we we got everything we got everything done it was it was great to actually get it get it done like and that's the thing as well when it comes to we're talking about going to work and enjoying it because we we enjoy what we do so it's easier to get up and go to work but it's the same i find with studying i genuinely the same as you i didn't like school at all the only thing i liked in school was pe like obviously you know but (laughs) genuinely that's the only thing i liked and i find it's important obviously that's why it's important to do a job you like so you won't feel like work but it's the same with the studying side of it when I went to college to study for this, to become a fitness instructor, then to become a personal trainer, I didn't mind studying at all because I'm studying something that I really, really enjoy. Mm. And I find when you enjoy something, when I was studying, I will read it and actually memorize it as opposed to just reading it for the sake of it. I will do my research on it. I will write things down. I will just study it properly because I'm actually interested in it. Yeah. You know, I was and, the same. I was here writing out on like notes, like writing out some some of the words that I was like trying to get into my head, and I was like, I just sit here writing and writing and keep writing the same thing down hmm. until it went in, and I was like, okay, yeah, worked. And I, what I also love as well about the fitness industry is, like I said earlier, it just keeps evolving, and and science as well is improving all the time. So how I was taught how to teach a certain exercise has slightly changed now, all the years ago, but you have to keep upskilling yourself. And I love it that it's not just, it doesn't matter whether you're in the industry a year, 20 years, 30 years, nobody knows it all. You have to just mm-hmm. keep studying. We're all learning from each other. I've always often Oh, big said, time, yeah. Yeah, I've often said to people, you don't have to just talk to people who are in the industry longer than you because you might learn something off me, but I'll learn something off you as well. 
because it's about life experiences as well. There's so much involved in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And tell me then, you went, you done the academy, you got qualified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, we're at academy. We give people interviews and, and we, we basically try and bring them in with us. And if they don't come and work with us, uh, if the location doesn't suit or whatever it may be, we'll try our best to get them into another gym. Obviously, we, we have the contacts in other gyms as well. But it's just really good to see people from our academy working in our gym. In any gym, to be honest with you, because a lot of the past students are in other gyms, but I, I just love seeing them in the industry. And when you see the likes of yourself working with us on a daily basis, you're a really nice person. You really do care about the members. You really care about the clients. And I'm not just talking about your clients. I'm talking about the members, even people who aren't training with you or whatever. They might be training with a different trainer. That's what makes the gym what it is. It's the likes of yourself, the people that are there day in, day out, and just making people feel welcome because you know what it was like. Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't like somebody to walk into a gym like I had done and feel the same way that I did because mm. it's, it's not right. Everybody should be treated the exact same when they, when they walk in, whether it's their, their first day or not. Like they, should, they should all be treated the same and they shouldn't feel uncomfortable walking in. That's right. why there's always somebody there at the desk with a, with a big smile on their face and saying hello in the morning, like, you know, yeah, of course, of course. I love that. Listen, your attitude is absolutely fantastic. You're a great person, great individual, a great trainer as well. I've seen you on the floor training people. Your clients are getting really, really good results. So if anybody's actually watching or listening to this, get on this, Sarah Jane. She will train you. She will hold you accountable. But um, what, oh, is your, what is your plan going ahead then? Obviously, you're, you're a trainer now. What would you like to do in the future? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. Um. I definitely want to keep keep at it. If I had to go part-time in my other job and keep keep lashing on at this, definitely, because it's I still enjoy doing both. But maybe, maybe in the future have my own little place. But until then, I'm happy out to be, be training and I'm, I'm working in Jersey in your place. So very good. Yeah. Very yeah, good. no, I enjoy it. Now well look, it's brilliant to have you. And listen. Sarah Jane, thank you very, very much for coming onto the podcast. I really enjoyed this chat. I You're welcome. Ask you actually questions, the likes of the academy and, and how you feel about going to the gym and getting, and I know now you, well, I knew this anyway, but you really do care about your clients and it's just very important and that's what makes a good trainer. That's why you are a good trainer. That's why you're going to be so successful in the future as well. So thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thanks for everything you've done and thanks for the egging me on last year. So, yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Have a Bye. good day, Sarah Jane. Take care. Cheers. You Bye. too. Big shout out again to Gleason's Butchers. They are the sponsors of this week's podcast. Everybody knows I've been eating Gleason's Butchers food for many years now. It's top quality. Go and check it out yourself. Blanchestown Shopping Centre, Roseland Shopping Centre, Navin Artane and Balbriggan. Check them out online as well because they do deliver. Okay, guys, so there you have it. What a fantastic chat I had there with Sarah Jane Farley. I really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it too. Remember, guys, if you are enjoying these podcasts, feel free to share it with your family and friends and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on all of our audio platforms as well. Thank you very much for the support. I really do appreciate it. See you next week. This is the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerconroy.ie.